Thank you for listening to OTR All Through This is Dijon back at it with another one. Today's episode is going to be a tap in, which is what I do at the beginning of some episodes where, you know, I go through the, the four different states. So just to begin again, if you need to take a break and really assess how you feel when I ask these questions, right? This isn't just for show. This isn't just for you to kind of like hear me, but not listen or listen and not hear me. So how are you doing mentally? Take your time and assess. What are your thoughts right now? Or where have they been? Uh, just be mindful of your mental real estate. How are you doing physically? How's your breathing? Are there any pains that you notice? Do you feel good? Body feel like it needs to be in motion? Does your body feel neglected? How are you doing emotionally? Are you upset right now? Happy? Feel depressed? Feel anxious? You feel like you need inspiration, anything? How are you doing emotionally? And then again, how are you doing spiritually? Where are you at with it? Do you be like, you know your place in the universe right now, right? Do you feel like you're moving with purpose? Now, we're doing an episode based on this just because this is a question I again that I really do ask in real life. I don't just do it, don't just do it for the show. And then we're only in the second month of the year. And I've been noticing that a lot of people have been going through some things. So when you ask them this, it doesn't allow you to really, it doesn't allow you just to give the same old typical, hey, I'm doing good, if you're not really doing good. Because when you hear this question, especially from a person who you feel or that you feel is a value or that you admire or that you have a good relationship with, it's kind of hard actually from, and this is just from my personal experience, I really never had too many people ask me this question. <clears throat> Excuse me. I never really had too many people ask me this question, but within me doing it to them, I noticed that, like I said, you can see a light bulb go off or you will see that switch or they'll contemplate and really think about it. Also, let me paint this picture, right? Because I'm not really going to go back to go forward on this one. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get into it. But to give you like, you know, I love metaphors. Remember we were talking about in the last episode about relating life to, to whatever fits you. And again, I like metaphors. I like being able to compare things or relate things to other stuff. So when we were younger, I haven't seen it promoted too much since we've been older. But for those of us that are older, you remember that there was a food pyramid. I mean, and they still do use it. They just don't promote it as much. But there was a food pyramid on the bottom end, like grains in the middle at whatever. Wooty, 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 right? So for this, for this point in purpose, let's just imagine that we made a pyramid. This is kind of how I build things off. Like, this is what works for me. Your foundation on your base, which is the big part, that's your mentality, that's mentally. On the sides, it doesn't really matter technically how you put it. So we're not gonna build the pyramid on the inside. We're talking about the actual structure of the pyramid. On the sides, you have your physical, or physically, you have emotional or emotionally, and on your top, that peak is gonna be spiritually. Break that line. So we're gonna start with mentally, your foundation. If you don't believe something, you know for a fact it's not going to happen. If you do believe something, it's most likely to happen. With the mentality part, it's awareness. 
raise up into consciousness. Because if it's not consciousness, I mean, there's a lot of things that happen into your subconscious. Never, never uh, downplay that. But again, because it's in your subconscious, you may not be aware of your actions. You're not thinking about it. Some of the things that you do think about, how you behave, some of your, everything plays a factor, becomes unaware of you, and it's just a part of how you move without you making a conscious decision on it. All right. We'll start, go to the next one. Physically. So physical. Yes. It is about your body. Again, in the, right when we started, I asked you this song, are you paying attention to your breathing? Because breathing is so important, and it's something that we do eventually that we do not take account for it. There are times when, again, subconsciously, we may be going through something. Emotionally, we may be going through something. Spiritually, we may be going through something. And because breathing is so automatic, your breathing can represent exactly how you feel without you even noticing it. So when somebody asks you, are you doing okay? You, they may notice that you are breathing shallow or that you're breathing kind of in a rapid uh, in a rapid fashion. I forgot how I was going to say that. But, you know, you may be breathing just very fast. Then when you're calm, you take those deep breaths. When you're relaxed, you take those deep breaths. So breathing, how is your breathing right now? And is it rhythmic? Because, you know, you don't want it just like a chaotic pattern. That's usually not a good song. Also, too, like I said, how are you spatially right now? Are you attuned with your body? Do you notice the pains? Do you notice tightness, soreness, right? Your range of motion, how is that? When you're walking, are you walking as if you're in a good mental state, as if you have purpose, as if you're spiritually supposed to be here? Are you walking slow? Are you walking, like, is your walking even to a rhythm? I mean, you got your little ditty bop going on. There is, I forgot, it was a, I'm pretty sure it was a study that I've seen that they could also tell sometimes what kind of a state a person is mentally just in, in which, by the way, they walk. Because people who walk kind of like enthusiastic or, you know, in positive spirits walk a certain way versus somebody who may be depressed. Uh, so how are you doing physically? How is your body really doing right now? Are you hungry? That also is in the physical part. Are you hungry? Are you thirsty? But again, are you nourishing this body that you have, this vessel? Have you been working out? Another part of the physical part is proximity. Where are you at right now? Whether it be at work, and if you're at work, how is your body responding to it? Where do you live, and is that conducive to who you're trying to become? This is all in the physical realm. That's why it's important, right? Proximity-wise. Because again, now, example, talking to the homegirl, we at the gym, having one of those deep morning conversations, and we were talking about downtown life, life people, all kinds of stuff, normal conversation for us. And we were talking about how, like, I was like, you know, I love being around my people. Don't get me wrong. Now, depending on the mindset that they're in, sometimes it's hard for me to be around them based off of the conversations that we're having based off the emotional states that some of them are in, based off the spiritual level, because energy is big. All right, I'm big on energy. And I was telling her that 
where I'm at today, as much as I love my people, I would never go back to the hood. Not by choice. You know what I'm saying? Not by choice. I'm not going back to the hood. And it's mainly to do with mindset. Real talk. It's mainly to do with mindset. Oh, something I skipped on. Nah, we'll get that later. Uh, but based off of mindset, because a lot of them don't really have a growth mindset, an abundance mindset. So for me, again, if I'm trying to be the best version of myself right now, if I know in essence the direction and path of which I'm trying to take and where I'm trying to go, if the people around me do not represent that, what will happen is going to affect the way that I move physically, but then mentally, because they're going to be the ones constantly pouring into me unless I stay like a hermit and stay in my own lane. Don't get me wrong, I kind of do that in the apartment that I'm doing now. I smile and say hi to wherever I can. But again, I'm in a workplace where socially I be feeling saturated at the time. But that's on a physical. The emotional side. How are you doing emotionally? Are you in a state and have you become so used to telling people that you're good when you know emotionally you're not good? When emotionally you need to talk something out. Are you angry? But have nobody to talk to about your angry. Or you're trying to convince yourself that you don't have the right to be angry. And that anger is not something that somebody of where you're at right now shouldn't go through. So are you denying your emotions? Are you sad and putting on that smile? Are you depressed and putting on that smile? I don't remember what episode now was. Because I can't remember if we did the dancing with depression. I'm not even too sure. I found out about that. But uh, there was an article I read on smiling depression, which is something that I think a lot of, not a lot, but there's a good amount of people that do have smiling depression. It's hard to track because they're going to be the ones that are functional, telling you that they're okay, but they're not. Those are also the ones that are a high risk of suicide because they have the energy to actually kill themselves. All right, so that, are you anxious for whatever reason, work-related, overthinking, social, whatever the case may be, right? How are you feeling? Then having this conversation too, talking to somebody, like, because there is, I mean, not to sound like an old head, but just paying attention, man. The crazy thing when we talk about the most, like all the stuff that we're even talking about, let me go off on a tangent. What's so dope about today, and I've said this on more than one episode, What's so dope about today and the culture that we live in is that there is a lot of information out on things that people weren't talking about. A lot of people are comfortable talking about things that they weren't comfortable talking about. So we have an abundance of information. Sometimes the information can be misleading. Sometimes people like the depth and information that they have in order to give it to you. But hey, they're trying, stuff like that. When it comes to emotions, the reason why I bring that up is because I was talking to somebody else who happens to be about 36. My mind you, I'm in my 30s. So we were talking and we were just talking about the emotional side. And I was like, what's crazy is now we were taught to be tough. Men don't show emotions from men and women. With that mindset, I'm not going to lie. The environments and because we were just talking in general, the environments in which we were in supported that because we know that when you kind of grow up in a harsher harsher uh environment bro emotions sometimes don't help you 
the ones that do get displayed are really for fight or flight mode. So anger, all right? You don't got time to feel nervous, but when you do, remember a scared person will kill you too, just like a person who probably just ain't got no emotion or that has been emotionally denied. But we were raised in that era where we were told not to do it, right? You can't show it because show, showing your emotions were a sign of weakness. If I'm gonna relate it to today and what I mean by like times are different, it's because so many people can say all this stuff, right? Like they learn the lingo, they learn to talk, but they haven't put the work in. They're not truly accountable. So they're just saying what's a hot topic right now and they can talk that talk, but when you really pay attention, they really don't walk it. And uh, like, again, I keep working in very social environments for a person who's somewhat introverted. Like, like I said, I like my space, bro. I like people and stuff, and I still have faith in the people, but I be needing, you know, you know, just put it that way, right? But I've been noticing that a lot of people want to talk to you about it, but they're not willing to actually do something about it. I'm seeing dudes, and sometimes it's the liquor talking, sometimes it's the drugs talking. It's a few things, right? But like I said, it's, it's really not what the conversation's about. It's how they're how they're talking about it and how they're displaying it but they're so comfortable in showing it and being like you know like man you know like real man controls emotion all that's cool but part of that is you're saying that to work on yourself you're saying that and being accountable for it so just because something happened to you and you had this event doesn't mean because you got emotionally distraught that you're not accountable for your actions, that you're not accountable for your words, that you're accountable for every behavior that you have in that setting, in that environment. That's the difference. We were taught not to even express them. So you have a, a bunch of grown men that probably range from benefit of the doubt, 27, up that are taught to deny themselves 27 and below are taught to express themselves but we don't talk about the accountability factor in it right but again we're going back to the tap in which is where are you at emotionally how are you feeling about it now at the peak of everything is spiritual or spirituality said there's no more than one I'm not at a point where, again, I don't... Now, when I say this, I'm really speaking for myself. If I hear somebody say it, it's not like I'd be like, ah, oh, man, you know what I'm saying? You're wrong. But when we talk about spirituality, let's first and foremost... If, so, uh, I forgot. So, for me, my spiritual journey really started about a few years. Ooh, time goes by fast. But I say probably... I'm not going... Let's say 2016 to be fair and give myself a little bit of time, give or take, but for sure about 2017, because I know I had moved back out here and I was just on that path, feeling void, feeling like there's something greater. Now, I never feel like, even though I tell you, don't get it twisted. Of course, I'll walk around and I do feel like sometimes I could be apex, right? But at the end of the day, I do know that there's somebody that's going to be tougher than me. I do know that. Uh, but I still, I felt void of something. So there, I knew that there had to be something greater than me. I looked back on friends and family and I seen the conditions in which they were in. And again, I had that point, which goes back to the mindset though, of feeling that I didn't deserve to be where I was at, that all these other people did it. 
but I just felt void. And when I would have, you know, I grew up somewhat in the church. I did Baptist and I did Catholic. Um, so I grew up in both of those and still felt like they didn't, they, they didn't connect with me. But I also felt like because I couldn't get my questions answered and trying to figure out who I am and people I felt like trying to force it on me and then them too. Like, let me say this. There is a difference between being religious and being spiritual. Now, it's something beautiful when you can find somebody that is both. Either way, where you're at with it, I'm not comfortable with it myself where I can have a conversation with, with whoever. But I'm just saying being religious doesn't make you spiritual. So that was the thing that I was seeing is that people who could spit the Bible at me, they first, first turn to whoever such and such. First one, check. Cool. We can talk about all that. But you're reciting it to me and telling me to read it. But when I'm looking at you, you're not really reflecting the things that you're talking about now. So your actions and your words don't speak. But you're holier than me because you can show up and be consistent in church. Kudos to you. So, right. So like I said, I get on my spiritual path. And one thing that I believe in now and hold near and dear. And this is what I was saying. That I'll never knock you for where you're at spiritually because it is what it is but you really don't again you don't find whoever you believe into you there's this thing where i feel like you it's like speaking a language you just lost the language in which you needed to connect but in constant what you believe in and this goes again that's why i said spiritually connected to the mentality what you believe in there's going to be signs. I mean, again, you're going to go through your hardships, but you're going to learn to speak the language in which makes sense to you so that you're able to see the signs so that you know that you're connected. To me, I think it's important for you to find your, your sense of spirituality because you need to know that you're connected to everything that goes on. I got this from the five percenters, which they're big on and letting you, letting you know that, again, if you're created in his image, for those who use that pronoun, if you're created in his image, Right, then that means you are God. Now you're not big G, you would technically be little G because you're still of the flesh, but you're of the spirit. So you are God. Now, again, I've, I've had my arguments, but hopefully that makes sense because I'm not going to go into that. All right, so that's what we're talking about. So we went over all of them. Now, just tell, to ah, touch on a few topics. So we were using to use these connections because all of them are interrelated. Like I said, if we use the mentality, we know, we should know, right? Hopefully, uh, no expectations on that, I'm sorry. Hopefully you do know and we'll come to an understanding that when we talk about emotions, emotions will affect you mentally because emotions are very strong. To be rational creatures, we become very irrational when it comes to emotions think about when people say they're in love they are in love being in love will make you do some chaotic crazy things there are people sitting in prison right now because of love there are people that lost their lives because of love there are people who don't know who they are because of love there are people who get angry again it only takes a minute to however long to even a few seconds to commit a crime that could change the outcome and trajectory of your whole life. We know people that have been through traumatic, traumatic episodes and events that 
that I'm now causing to have an emotional arousal that it has affected them mentally, that makes them move different in the physical realm, that makes them lose faith in whatever they believe in. Emotions are strong. Everything about this, all these different factors play a part within themselves. That's why even if you were to draw a trial, like that's why I like the pyramid, because I could literally could have drew a circle. I like pyramids. Um, where if I draw an arrow, it'll literally, you will see that they all go into rotation. It doesn't really matter directions. They go both directions. Physically, your body will let you know how you think. Your body will let you know that there's something wrong sometimes before. Also, there are people who have such a strong, we could say mental disorder, or there is so much mental dis-ease that, that it goes from being emotional because that's a part of it to where now it develops something into them physically. So there's mental, there's mental disease, and the line of saying dis-ease, that now gets transferred to the body. We know that sometimes when things happen to us physically, especially again, traumatic events. Or, yeah, we'll just use the word trauma. Or something that's so painful, it messes up spiritually. Because you ask the question, why did this happen to me? So you begin to lose faith. The reason why I use spirit and I put it on top is because even though I named all these different things that can happen, like I said, if your mindset, if you don't have the faith, you're not going to believe. If you don't believe, you know what I'm saying, where are you going to be at spiritually? You have to believe in something higher than yourself to even be there spiritually. But once it's awakened, you don't lose sight of it. Being grateful does so much for you. And if you ask yourself, who do I have to be grateful for? Well, let's talk about it. If we look at the foundation, mentally, what would you have to be grateful? My grandmother had dementia. So I don't even know if y'all ever seen what that does to you. We've there's a good amount of us that have seen people off of drugs. We've seen people like, I went to one of those schools where we had special ed kids and all this stuff. So the fact that you have the mental faculties to be able to listen to this, to be able to comprehend, to be able to think, to be able to put your words together, to be able to memory, even if it, you remember the bad things, but you have the, you have the same the same function it takes to remember bad, you can remember the good. So that's that's something to be grateful within itself. Physically, I am blessed that all my limbs function. Now I can tell you some things about me wrong, but I'm still grateful. My arms are short. I have what you call the medical terms, ptosis of the eyelids. So one of my eyelids droops over, you know what I'm saying, droops lower than the other one. I think at one point in time they both droop low, have multiple surgeries, and then my my eye muscles are so weak. That technically, people think that sometimes I'd be looking excited. No, to in order for me to look up, my eyes get real big because my muscles are that weak. My feet are wide, my ankles are small. To be honest, if I describe how uh, I'm built, especially from the waist down, I'm built like a bad bitch. To be honest with you, I have a small waist and my thighs are thick. It just happens. But I bring it up just like, hopefully you laugh at that, but I'm just saying. Physically, we have, you got food. Have you been able to place yourself in an environment that that beneficial for you? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of things that we can be grateful for. Emotionally, do you have people that you can emotionally connect to? 
And if you're not making that connection again, there's something that we need to ask what's going on and get to the bottom of it. But the spiritual part, you, you're connected. You have to have something in you. Again, remember, this is for my people that think that they're atheists. You still believe in something. You believe in the thing of not believing in something spiritually, but you believe in something. Even if you believe in science, science has become one of the new religions of the West. So you believe in something. But it's just that connectedness that allows you to know that, hey, I'm here. I have purpose. That's another part about your spiritualness. When you have spirit, everything flows. You have a purpose. When you feel like you lose your purpose or your sense of self or your sense of direction, it's going to affect everything. Relationship-wise, mentally, do you go in there with fears, with expectations of what somebody should be, or how they should act, what they should know? You know what I'm saying? Only to be hurt, right? Mentally, do you believe it's gonna work? Do you believe it's not gonna work? Do you believe that you're capable of love and that you deserve love? Personally, something that I had to deal with. On an emotional level, you're talking to somebody who's been emotionally numb. Again, I said this on multiple. Uh, it like it still kind of it still bewilders me. You know what I'm saying? You use the word that my mom was able to see, and people around me were able to see that I was an emotionally numb person from the time because I thought that nobody could see it because I laugh, I smile, I show anger when it's time. You rarely see me sad. You know what I'm saying? You rarely see me sad. So I don't really, I'm not emotionally expressive. But that probably was a telltale song. So you're talking to somebody who's emotionally numb that now has been able to do, like, that's been working on that too. So again, I worked on my spirit. And now I got to go back to my emotional side because even me, I noticed that with my temper and then how I take things have been affecting not only my relationships with people, but also my work environment. So on the mental side, I haven't been able to use the perspective to put me in a place where I can like where I can acknowledge another person's faults. It's not based on my expectations, but sometimes I still take things personally. Like if somebody don't do something, they know that I'm doing it. I'm taking it within me. That's an emo it causes something out of an emotional state, but it's also a perspective mind state, right? And then physically, now I'm walking around pissed off, and I. I'm moving a little. You could tell, like I'm moving like something's wrong, cause my face is usually blank anyway. But the emotions are, you know, what I'm saying like when we talk about the relationships, that's how I affect it. Because now I'm affecting my work life, and then when I go to like when I've had a partner at the time, yeah, I'm not saying something else. But I've noticed too, though. You know what I mean? Like my emotional state, like someone, I'd be tired. But we about to go into that next. But my emotional the relationship, me not being able to connect with certain people because sometimes I got an emotional wall up too. Now I'm at a point where I'm not even really too afraid to be vulnerable because what can it do to me? But I know that some of us still have that and it's because it's been a survival tactic. It's been more beneficial to put that wall up and not let people in so that we can protect ourselves and at least protect our ego, right? To have that wall up, but we're talking about connecting. Emotions are what paints this world to be. We define our emotions within color. So again, the world looks dark and gloomy when you deny it. So it's very important on a spiritual level. When you know that you walk in faith and when you walk in purpose and when you have a reason to be here and when you're grateful, 
Don't that world seem brighter? When you begin to have a certain level of consciousness, the world seems brighter. But on the emotional side too, now because we don't get the response that we needed sometimes, it affects us emotionally and we begin to draw in again. But that's not the response that we need to have. It happens, but we need to get out of here, especially on the emotional level. So relationship one, and then physical two. If you're not comfortable in your own body, how are you gonna be comfortable in a relationship? I, let me put it this way, right? Because then take what I'm about to say and apply it to where you don't like about yourself. God is supposed to be all perfect if you believe in God or whoever you believe in. And let's just say the higher power, the creator universe, right? It makes things in perfection of itself. We don't question the butterfly. We don't question the fish. They look weird to us, but they're functioning and they're surviving. We don't question the tree. We don't question the air. We don't. We need to question the earth a little bit more on how we can save it, but that's just another topic. But yet we question ourselves. So we don't like something within ourselves, and it could be because of societal standards of beauty. It could be because of something our family said. It could be because somebody else, something else, something that somebody else said. And we question ourselves on a physical level. But something perfect makes something imperfect. And nobody questions it. So what? What's that song? Little booties matter. You know what I'm saying? You got a little breast. Somebody gonna love them for what they are. Because of the physical side and people having so much lack of love for their body on a physical level, some people are so not in tune with it, they're out of tune with their bodies, that they won't allow somebody else to love it. And now that affects them because now all they see is imperfection. And we've seen in today's time the extremes that we people will risk life and death to build a body that they want that they think is going to get them attention that they need. And some of them are probably finding out that nobody really like that. A lot of us don't care. On a men's side, your thing ain't swinging, right? You don't got a thigh slapper. You know what I'm saying? That baby lay is a baby carry. There's still somebody that's satisfied, and we forget that sometimes, like, we've still been able to have actually very, very healthy relationships. The only person that had a big problem with it was the person with it, the male. A lot of times that we look at ourselves, whether it be physical, emotional, spiritually, mentally, a lot of times that we, we project our problems on another person, on our partner, and don't see that it's really us that has the problem. Because character goes a long way. People put up with a lot of stuff because of somebody else's character. Now, if you have a, again, if you're not comfortable with yourself, you will also take on a lot more than you need to. You will accept something. You will just seek the pleasure in somebody. We can go into all of that. But we're talking about relationships so on a physical level. If you're not comfortable with who you are, if you're not eating like the way that you should, both of you guys, because we also know that we get in a relationship waiting on those different things, Proximity, I'm going to be honest with you. Again, I'm open to love, but I don't no longer seek it. When it happens, it's going to happen organically. It's something that we work for. You know what I mean? Like it's a verb to me. It's an action. Let's talk about that action. Be with the shit when it comes to that. Be with the shit. I, I kind of love my thought of that one. But uh, being open to love, I'm not seeking relationships. I ain't got really visualized my trying to. Ooh, dang, bro. I had a point. 
Hey, I ain't gonna lie. I'm about to edit this out. I'm about to skip it. I forgot where I was going with it. Hopefully it comes back to me or whatever. But if it doesn't, it is what it is. Hopefully you still got some for it. Real, real talk, my apologies. Stay tuned. But, alright. Now, if we're gonna move to the next one, so we talk about partnerships. One thing, and this is why I didn't touch them too much. Sleep. Rest. Because sleep and rest aren't necessarily the same thing. You can fall asleep and take a nap and feel like you ain't really went to sleep. But then when you get rest, you feel more energized. Think about what that does for everything. On an emotional side and mental side. So me working two jobs, rest has been something that is a luxury to you, boy. Because of this luxury, it would affect my mental sharpness. If you don't get enough sleep, enough rest, you could literally go crazy. You could literally go crazy. That would spill over into the emotional side. Because one thing that I had to talk to both, like at least one partner with, maybe both out of my last two, because both of them didn't understand when I said that I was tired. So I stopped using the word tired and I used the word exhausted. Me not being able to connect with them on an emotional level and them not understanding me mentally and me feeling like I could tell them and literally being physically tired, trying to be spiritually there. Because I, like I said, I'm still grateful that I have the person in there. I'm trying to do things to show them. Bro, I would literally get hot. And then, like I said, my emotional side would get mad. I'm just like, okay, you don't want to listen. You don't understand. I don't need this because you're not being, like, we're not emotionally able to connect because you don't understand this. So rest is very important. If your body is tired, it doesn't heal right. It does. It does. It will not. Then you begin to eat for comfort instead of eating for fulfillment. We're not talking about pleasure eating. That's what we will do if we are not there physically. That's also what we will do. If, oh, I think that's where I was going with the emotional side about eating because we eat for comfort. When we get into these relationships, we don't, we don't care about our diet no more and all that kind of stuff. So we throw that out the window, which affects us physically, which affects how we see ourselves physically. Now that affects us mentally because we're seeing this and now we're, we're constantly reminded of what we look like. And then that's affecting us emotionally. And again, we're probably not even caring about ourselves spiritually at that point. I'll touch on those two and lead those two. You know what I mean? Like, because I feel like I hopefully by now I've driven a point. Again, tap in with yourself. This isn't. I can't really do this for me. You know what I mean? This is for y'all. If anything, if it doesn't relate to you, make your tap in different. What is important to you? Or I mean, not important. Yeah, ask yourself what's important to me. But I'm asking what's important to you. Because at the end of the day, this four is what I notice if you, you could, you could really encompass a lot of parts of people's life within this four. And that's what works for me. This has been OTR off the rip. Again, love y'all. Thank y'all for listening. Like, follow, subscribe, turn on your notifications. We only got a few more episodes left. This is a new setup, so I'm going to see how this works. Hopefully, quality is good. The visual thought is good and stuff like that. Again, whenever I do drop videos, because, I mean, technically, they are actually up. I got, like, a couple, but I may take them down to redo them. But, you know, like, that'll probably be my reintroduction before I start dropping the next season. But, I mean, again, as always, man, y'all take care of yourself for real. And don't even also, too, on another level, too. Tap in, we'll try this on somebody else. See if it works. Ask them the same thing. How are they doing mentally? How are they doing emotionally? How are they doing physically? And how are they doing spiritually? And see the response that you get. But when you ask, don't do it for study purposes. Do it if you genuinely need it. All right. Go on.